you can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and uh, the little notify bell next to it. Uh, we got, speaking of subscriptions, Larson, when are we doing our sub party? Next week, right? Yeah. Here, let me see if we have audio. Yeah, sure. See if we have audio. We have audio. People are saying, my ears. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. What, are you being loud? Um, I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, so wait, when are we doing our sub party? Is next it, week. We're doing it next week. Okay, I'm cool. I'm still thinking we'll cross 185,000 by next week. I know, but I get, dude. I just got notification that UPS sent. Send it back. Sent the plaque. Send it back. A really cool plaque, but you're not gonna get to see this it until is what our do. sub party. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get a, a piece of tape. Yeah. Put it over the two. Yeah. Write a five on it. Yeah. And I'll update it. New piece of tape. Every time we cross another thousand, mm. that's what I'm going to do. A new piece of what? A tape, piece of tape over the two. On your hand? No, on the plaque. Oh. It says 182,000. I'm putting oh. a little piece of tape over the two. Well, that's to keep it up to date for every thousand. No, it's not. No, you're just being silly. No. Anyways. I'm keeping things up to date. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, we've got 47 good friendos watching right now. We had a couple friendos at the SmackDown Live show last night. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, thank you for the signs. That's always cool to see. Pretty rad. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so they're watching this live as it happens um, in our special dedicated Patreon uh, YouTube channel. As it happens, they enjoy the pre-show. Then they're going to enjoy the post-show where we've got chat trivia going on in the, in the post-show, Larson. Really, really have to get rid of your shocked face off that card. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what, buddy? I'm the tech king around here. I'm the design guy. I say what stays and what goes. At least put the Okada dollars in there, please. Um, yeah, I'll think about that. Uh, we're also at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in right. I had an idea today. I'm going to bring it up right now live on the show. You know, I know. See this. if you like it. I do that sometimes with you, too. I feel more comfortable asking you... Your, not your advice, but consulting with you on ideas that I have for the show, for our production here, on air. Yeah. As opposed to... I think we're used to just relating right. to each other far more often while we're working than when we're not. Here's Terrible. my idea. Okay. Uh, the response to interdimension tension was great. Oh, man. People um, we, we, we're not sure about the viability of, of that design on a shirt in terms of sales, but mm-hmm. what if we take that same aesthetic... 
but use it as an as an 80s style going in raw oh, logo yeah. shirt. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll ask this to chat because we got 46 people on the Patreon chat uh, right now. But I also want to throw this out to the comments because like our the 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 2K17 our Friendo Unified Championship Wrestling in jokes. Don't really sell all that huge in terms of t-shirts. They're always good ideas. Yeah. But they don't sell great. They're fun Would to you guys do. want more, like, going in raw variation logos? Because I, I think that's the route that we, we might want to be taking. Yes, I think so. We might do that. So, anyways. But I think that, that, that design would look good. Yeah. General design. I, I look agree. really good Absolutely. on a t-shirt. Absolutely. We'll uh, look into that. Um, so, that's all good stuff. Uh, yeah, let's talk about what are we talking about next? Smackdown? Smackdown. Yeah, Smackdown. Kind of a non-essential viewing this week, huh? Yeah, it was. It was go home to Hell in a Cell. As go home shows go, this was rather underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I would say, say for the closing segment, you really didn't need to watch any of it. Yeah, with maybe the exception of the Usos New Day promo, that was entertaining. That was entertaining, but again, kind of, kind of. It didn't add a ton. It really to did the story. Yeah. Um, the show kicked off with uh, an interview, in-ring interview, between Renee Young and Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they don't open shows with in-ring interviews like this. It was kind of, just like the whole flow of the show seemed a little off. Yeah, I know. Every, it, it was as if they were preparing for something, Hell in a Cell perhaps. It was as if they were preparing for something, so they really didn't like hammer, besides the final, you know, the, the, the yeah, main yeah, event statement. Yeah, yeah. But even that, I just feel like, oh, yeah, my computer, well, I got, I got 8% left. I'll ride this till it dies. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura came out for an interview. He said, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words won't hurt me. Okay. So he's talking about Ginger's racist comments. <laughs> I guess. Um, the Singh brothers come out. They uh, halt. They interrupt the interview. And they uh, they they begin to introduce mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Rather than come down the ramp, Jinder attacks Nakamura yeah. from behind. You're a little hot. Okay. Um, from behind, they fight. Uh, Nakamura gets the upper hand. Singh brothers come in the ring. He deals with them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but eventually, Nakamura eats a coloss. Mm-hmm. So um, if if we go by history tradition. Whoever stands tall uh, during the go-home show um, loses at the pay-per-view. Right, 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 right. So if this is any indication, we're going to have a new WWE champion at Hell in a Cell. Interesting you say that, because this Saturday we're going to have our uh, episode of Countout. It's called Segway. Yeah, where we predict what's going to happen, and we, you and I split... We split. Oh, well, we haven't recorded it. We haven't recorded it yet, so I'm, I might. Oh, you might. You there's time to read really? things still. Yes. I always get. I always get nervous when you swing wildly a different way, and I'm like, I have to question my entire existence now because Larson is, doesn't think that. But I'm pretty. I'm, I think I'm on solid ground. So if I don't validate your own opinion, you have to, you, you question it, right? Exactly. I know it's the state of me, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, let's see. Here. But also, uh, did I write it down here? Hmm. No, Jinder had a promo later on the show. I forgot to mention it. Yeah. We'll talk about it here. Okay. Um, but again, didn't really add much. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I mean, I feel like Jinder's doing all that he can. He's carrying himself like a champion. Um, he's been given some bad creative. It's like they wanted to be world champion because of maybe the India thing, you know, trying to make headway there. But... They, yeah, the they, take they've they've done on this 
storyline this last month has been, been bad. It ha- yeah, it's, it's been, been really bad. bad. It's been bad. I know. Um, and before that, I felt like Ginger had done a good job. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish, you know, during this last month or so, he, you know, he, he could have went to someone and said, you know, this is this isn't this isn't good. This isn't good at all. Yeah, we probably shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, we definitely shouldn't be doing this. Let's think of a different tack to take that will get genuine heat on me, Ginger. And 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 build up Nakamura as a good face foil to me mm-hmm. because the problem is do it, going the route they took it just puts heat on the WWE. It's like it's like that old thing that the WWE kind of falls into every once in a while. The bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like the uh, the Money in the Bank um, situation with Carmella and Ellsworth. Yeah, I mean Carmella got a bit of heat. Yeah, because her performance was really good, but most of the heat didn't go on her. It went to WWE for mm-hmm. botching. Uh, historic moment. Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't have a problem with the end of kayfabe, but WWE has to be a little more savvy about how they do their creative, knowing that people know this is a choreographed event and these are storylines. Yeah, no, I, I agree with all that. It's just, to me, this has been boring and repetitive. I mean, that, that sort of describes that, too. That, that sort of describes SmackDown for me for the last little, you know, a couple of weeks at least, maybe even a couple of months. It's just been like boring and repetitive. Like there's so much of it. Like the Dolph thing, boring and repetitive. You know the the gender thing. It's like they did that thing that one week, and they were like, oh wow, this this caught some mainstream press, or so it got it people again, in arms. Got a lot more. Mainstream so they did. Press. They did it the, like the exact same thing again. It's like okay, well, why are you doing the same thing over and over again? Yeah. Like that doesn't add anything to like stories you're supposed to build. So I don't know. That's just been a bummer. And it's like this. You know, I, I just want this. You're you're right. Jinder has done everything he could with what they've given him. I feel. I think he's got. He still he has a great look. I think his promos are what they are. I think if he has something nice written for him, he can he can write it or he can read it. Deliver it. Yeah. He can deliver it with passion. But it just hasn't been. They haven't. You know. I. I, I wonder if it's a matter of them understanding that he is like the least, the guy they need to protect the least. Like, they don't care at all about protecting him, and he's, like, the world champion. I know. And it's like they need to protect so many. They they even protect, to a degree, Baron Corbin, you know? It's like, well, they had to punish him. Well, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> Baron Corbin's one weakness is that he gets rolled up. Yeah, exactly. That's his weakness. Yeah. I mean, that's the, I think that's pretty much, apart from the Cena match, I want to say that's pretty much how he's lost all his matches. Mm-hmm, yeah. There's been other exceptions, I'm yeah. sure. But 90% of the time, if he loses, best he gets caught with a roll-up. And the Cena match was just an obvious, like, you know, Cena being Cena thing. But there are so many other people that they seem like... They even want... And it sounds ridiculous to say this. In a way, they protect Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. They just don't have him out there very often, you know? And when they do have him get killed, it's by his best friend, Kevin Owens. Yeah, but generally, when he loses, he's losing in either... Luke fashion, right? Or he's putting forth a good showing and just yeah. comes up short. There, there has not, there has been no strength behind genders, you know. Besides the fact that, yeah, they book his the the colossus relatively strong, but I don't know, man. It it hasn't been it has not been a strong, it hasn't been a strong showing for the his world champion run, the championship run. So no. better to get done with it. Is that one of the the matches that you're kind of on the fence on? Yeah, this of all the matches, that was the the one I had the, the hardest time really calling. Yeah, interesting because I agree with all that. I think it's time to move on. Because I don't think different. beyond like one or two, I don't think there's any real locks. Mm-mm. A lot of these matches can go either way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, speaking of what's next up, Carmella, the number one contender. Wait, she is the number one contender, right? Yeah, yeah she, she has a briefcase that yeah, makes her that. No, Carmella, not the number one contender. She's the money in the bank. I was yeah, but Charlotte. she has a match. Well, Charlotte's the actual number one Yeah, contender. I guess, but yeah. Carmella's briefcase makes her number one contender whenever she wants. Charlotte won a match for number one contendership, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Carm- Carmella and Natalia teamed up to take on Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, you know, it, not a lot. And Natalia, they showed like a video beforehand of Natalia. And the, the, these are the videos. These are the backstage segments. That drive me crazy with the WWE that I would never be sad if they went away unless... Okay, so remember when we've seen like Kevin Owens backstage segments and they're always good because he always takes sort of a different angle with them sometimes, you know. He was backstage uh, when he was planning to take over the show and he was listing off what he wanted and then like I think that was when Sami Zayn came up to him. Maybe it was Daniel Bryan, I forget. Um... Those ones to advance story, I totally get. But when they're so ill-written, ill-conceived, ill-executed, and like Natalia coming up to Carmella saying that, you know, you better not cash in on me tonight and uh, and keep your dog away from me too. And then, you know, if he's a male dog, then that makes you a female dog. That makes I was like, this is just bad, bad, bad writing and like horrible execution. Mm-hmm. I don't, nobody says these things. I know. And so it just completely takes you out of like anything that's about to happen, mm-hmm. you know? It just gets you kind of in this like, this is embarrassingly written. Yeah. That kind of stuff, I can totally do without with the WWE. Like, when you need to go backstage, that's fine. But this doesn't add anything to it. You know, we understand, we totally understand that Carmella has the briefcase and she can cash it on Italian anytime. Yep. Like, we totally get that. You don't need a hammer at home. Um, yeah, everybody, and everybody seemed just kind of off last night. Like, AJ's promo on Baron seemed a little off. Yeah. Like, he seemed distracted. Like, yeah. was there somebody behind the camera, like, with their pants off or something? Was he like, man, you, your dick's out. I don't know. Yeah, I have to deliver this promo and your dick's out. I don't know what it is, man. Something's off. Yeah. Um, uh, the finish of this match saw Charlotte tap out to the sharpshooter after she got hit um, by uh, Carmella with a briefcase. Yeah, so Natalia stands strong uh, on the go Carmella's home. totally winning at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I think she's winning at Hell in a Cell. I think Carmella's going to cash in on her, too. Might be a failed cash in, but I don't know. We already had that with Baron. But I think Carmella, I think, because they're not... Re- I thought they were going to do something different with her and James when she, like, kissed him and said, we're going to do things my way. But once again, it's obvious that they had no idea what they were doing. So they just said, hey, let's do something weird. We'll worry about it next week. Yeah. And it's just been him on a leash. They haven't really been doing much. And so they need to pull There's the trigger less interaction between them now. And so that, that could get us. We've seen Charlotte versus Natalia a couple times. So that hopefully will get us yeah. to Charlotte versus Carmella if Carmella yeah. has the title after yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going with that. All right. Next. Uh, Mike Kanellis. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. After a, a few weeks out. Um, He's like, I got a pregnant wife. Time to hit the road. I'm yep. going back to SmackDown now. Um, he took on the glorious Bobby Roode. Our best friend. Finally, we get a Bobby Roode squash match. This is how he should have been wrestling his matches from his debut. He should have been destroying people. This was really fast. I was surprised, but this is how it should have been. Yeah. yeah no. Spinebuster, glorious DDT, Bobby Roode wins. Yeah, that was great. Um, uh, afterwards. Canellis looked a little bit better, too. Yeah. Like, not, you know, there, there wasn't much of a match for us to, like, grade that on, but his body. Yeah. Like, he looked more fit. Yeah. Um, afterwards, Dolph comes out and says, uh, I've been working on my Hell in a Cell um, 
was that? Did he came out with a drum, a big giant drum? Yeah, and they had all sorts of noisemakers and an air horn. Okay, I'll admit it. I have not been into this Dolph thing. You guys know this. I actually thought it was kind of it's funny. It was super annoying. <laughs> it was really obnoxious and annoying. <laughs> and then he gets in and says, Don't you love me now? I actually chuckled. I actually chuckled at this. Because it's like, okay, it's like that bit in Dumb and Dumber when, like, Jim Carrey's trying to make the most annoying sound he yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he was going down that road. He's like, it's almost a parody of what he of what he was doing in the first place. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of chuckled at it. You got to gotta try to find it something was, to like it was about definitely, it. It was definitely a, a stronger attempt um, than just imitating other people's entrances. Right. What if this whole time he'd just been trying to outdo other people's entrances rather than impersonate them? Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be neat. He, like, he brings back Pyro. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Comes out with like a Pyro bazooka. Mm-hmm. That'd yeah. be neat. Oh, that'd be Chinese cool. used to have one of those? Yeah, yeah she, she did. did. like... A firework cannon. Yeah, that was pretty rad. I'm at 5% right now. Nice. So where's my cord? I don't know. Oh, it's over there. So, uh, there go. I'm good. Dolph talks, and then Bobby Roode says, no, you're, you're, all this sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you got it wrong. Hell in the Cell's going to be glorious. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Why can't Bobby Roode just be a heel already? It's not going to happen. I think he's going to be great as a face. They just need to give him something to work with. Yeah, I know. No, but I'm, kinda, yeah, but hey, they can, kinda, he has some. What do you want? He's got some. He's got Dolph. Yeah, kind of Dolph is the gatekeeper. Generic, he's got generic motivation. I guess I'm better than you motivation. He needs to be something more. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't know. He came out. He had a great, he's, he's there to prove that you can have uh, sizzle and steak. Yeah. Motiv- That's good motivation. Essentially, I'm better it's than you. It's not I'm better than you. It's I'm proving is. you wrong. Okay. It's you're it's hey that's, that's slightly different than I'm better than you. He's like, Hey, you, I have like the most glorious entrance there is and I'm better than you in the ring. He's so telling us he's gonna be for Dolph? I don't know. Or is he gonna have, this like, is a, like the fourth time we've heard that he's done, so <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. How much is Dolph making? I'm sure he makes a, a decent living. Probably makes a dollar and a cent, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next Usos came out and delivered a promo. Good stuff. They uh, compared their match at Hell in a Cell to the Uso Penitentiary, but it is, in fact, not an Uso Penitentiary match, which we were really much hoping for. Cage around the ring inside Hell in a Cell. That would have been great. Yeah. They're not doing that. It's just to be Hell in a Cell. Yeah. It should still be really good. Um, out come the New Day. Mm-hmm. Countered the Usos, and it culminated in Kofi saying, uh, at Hell in a Cell, you, the Usos' pants are going to be filled with your day one ish. Yeah. That was good. Because ish is short for poo-poo. Mm-hmm. For the shiz. saying they were going to poop them. They're going to trap themselves. Yeah. That's what I would do if I went to penitentiary. Oh, yeah. If I went to prison. Oh, yes. I'd just poop myself. Like, willingly. I'd oh, okay. I, I didn't know it. if it was like a fear thing. People would be coming You're up so on me. You're so nervous and, and fearful no. that you poop yourself. They'd be coming up on me and be like, oh, hey, there's some fresh meat. And I go, <laughs> and I go, really? You want some of that? You want some of my booty? Anyways, Anyways. Um, yeah, this was this was effective. It it was fine. wasn't the best. wasn't the worst. It was entertaining though. It was what it was. New day. They had their undies. Their new oh, day yeah. underwear only available at WWE.com. So that's cool. Yes. Uh, let's Next, see. Uh, Ty Dillinger versus Baron Corbin. Ty got the jobber entrance. I really Is it still a jobber entrance if he doesn't job? Well, still historically speaking, yes. yeah, yeah, right. The out, entrance. If you come out, the entrance the ring, in the bubble. If your entrance happens when uh, TV cameras are not rolling, 
That is a job or interest. Essentially, if, if an what are you looking at? What? What are you looking at? Nothing. Do you have like a booger in my nose or something? Yeah, there's something going on in your forehead. You're growing a little Adam Oh, yeah, I got a giant zit. Adam Cole, baby. You just noticed this? Just noticed it. Um, yeah, Ty Dillinger comes out 10. 10. And uh, he got Baron Corbin with the roll-up. Again, Baron Corbin's weakness for yeah. a roll-up. Good match, though. Ty, is Ty trying to transform the jobber entrance into the winner entrance? Could be. It'd be the perfect entrance. <laughs> the perfect entrance. Oh, poor Ty. But that's good for him. Yeah. And afterwards, uh, AJ AJ was watching the match backstage, and afterwards he did, as you said, kind of an awkward promo. He did, yeah. It was up on the big screen for one thing, so he was talking to he his camera. He was just berating Baron the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. yeah, pretty much. But Baron lost. Somebody else stood tall. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that mean Baron's going to go over and tell himself? Not necessarily. AJ just just do roll-ups the entire time. Oh, yeah. That's Baron's weakness. Well, AJ's not going to put on a roll-up match. That sounds boring. He should. You think that'd be good? You think it'd be a good match? It'd be fun one? No, but if he wants to win, that's how you do it. See, that's your mentality. That's how you play in WWE 2K17. I play to win, of course. Yeah, you you do whatever it takes just to win, not to put on the best match. This isn't. It's not shoot, man. It's supposed to be a back and forth. That's not always true. A dance, if you will. I, I go into a, some of our matches knowing the story that I want to tell, and I try to tell it. Oh, okay. Anyways. Uh, let's see here. Rusev Machka. This probably might have been the highlight of the night just because Rusev got to say, there will be many more Rusev days. There will be many more happy Rusev days. Yeah, that was great. That made me laugh. So that was good. Another short match with uh, Aiden English and Randy Orton. Of course, yeah, Aiden Orton English. Was an RKO. Aiden English kind of allied with Rusev. But, yeah. You know, kind of... Uh, His personal vocalist. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Down to 3%. Ooh, you better plug that in. This is dangerous. I'm going to get down to... Eight percent. You gonna let it go to zero? I'm gonna let it go to one. I've never let it go to zero without. Just, you know what happens? It disappears. It just turns off. <laughs> um, yeah, Orton won with an RKO. Really good again. A very quick match. I love this. I, I, the pop up RKO is maybe, you know, obviously we're never gonna get the curb stomp into RKO again. But the pop-up is a close close. Pretty good. For me. It's a really good version of the RKO. And that's what we got. We got a pop-up RKO. Orton goes over. Rusev looks very disappointed. But there were there was no shenanigans after this round. No. Rusev didn't storm the ring. Not that I recall. Start beating up on him. I think he was just disappointed. Oh, they started yelling at each other, didn't they? Yeah. Rusev was saying, I'm going to beat you at hell in a cell or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up, Shane McMahon was backstage, and he was walking to the ring, or he was about to walk. And he runs into Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, who got this one segment on the show. Why are they not doing anything with Sami Zayn? I don't know. Why isn't Sami Zayn in the Ty Dillinger position in this U.S. title match? In the U.S. title question. thing? That's a good question. That should be a Sami Zayn thing, not a Ty Dillinger thing. Maybe once uh, AJ drops the belt to Corbin or somebody else, then Sami can get into the U.S. title picture. Imagine if Samoa Joe shows up on SmackDown in exchange for Kevin Owens. Yeah. And Samoa Joe is the man that takes that title off of AJ. Yeah. Imagine how great a Samoa Joe-Sami Zayn program would be. be extended. I know they had a brief little feud on Raw, I believe, after Samoa Joe's debut. Yeah. But give them, like, a three-month feud. That would be great. Awesome. I would love that. That would be fantastic. Uh, let's see here. Next, we had Shane McMahon comes down, delivers a promo in the head-cold way that Shane McMahon delivers promos. Like, he says every, he says everything that, he, that he's supposed to say. But he he just says them almost matter-of-factly. He always seems like he has a head cold. It always seems like he's trying to memorize his lines. <laughs> yeah. Or he's trying to read Trying them. to remember them. Yeah. 
as opposed to putting forth performance. Right. He's best when he's doing things like how this ended, you yeah. know, looking like he got beat up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Shane's doing a promo, and he says, well, Kevin Owens, he calls out Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and Kevin Owens doesn't show up, and Shane says, well, of course, Kevin Owens is a no-show because mm-hmm. he's a coward. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, you hear Kevin Owens saying, hey, Shane, yeah. over here. Yeah. He's up in the crowd. He starts singing his theme song and saying, what a terrible theme song that is. No, oh, I like Kevin Owens' theme song. No. Oh, Shane's? Oh, yeah. That's true. I thought you were saying... I was confused for a second because I really wasn't paying that much attention. So they go back and forth a little bit. Shane says, come down the ring, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens says, okay, I will. No, I won't. I've had my fill of Denver. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. So then Shane hops over the barricade, runs up the stairs, goes in the concourse. Owens attacks him from behind. Um, beats him up, power bombs him through a table near a hot dog stand. They Boy, Shane had a hard time with those core muscles, dude. He had to flex those core muscles to get up for the power bomb. Kevin Owens basically had to shoot power bomb him through the table because he barely got him up over it. Um, so Owens comes back down in the ring, drops a promo, saying he's going to do all sorts of, of violent things to Shane and Helm Cell, including yeah. power bombing him off the, the cell. Yeah. Which isn't going to happen. But That's not like, going to happen. It sounds like it'd be pretty... It didn't even put else. that idea in our heads because now we're going to expect it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So, let me ask you this. Uh, what? they coming off the top? Who's coming off the top? Well, if it's, if it's the Hell in the Cell match and Shane is involved, there's some spot where he's falling or someone is falling off. I feel like it's going to be an Ambrose-Rollins thing. Off the side. High side, yeah. Yeah, they we'll can't get, do the elbow again. We'll get more in-depth in that in our predictions episode of Countout. Yes, we will. Yeah. We'll speculate. Maybe power rank. Oh, there you go. Potential spots for Shane to do. Or Kevin Owens. You never know. So anyway, Shane comes back down to the ring, kind of limps through the crowd. Uh, uh, As he comes through the the crowd, a woman torques in his general vicinity. That was my highlight of the night. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, He gets back. That was great. Because the thing is also, when it showed him coming down, he looked like he had aged 20 years. He did. He looked so much like, he looked like he was legit shoot having like a heart attack and a stroke yeah, at the same time. getting down those stairs. That was hilarious. So he makes it to the floor. Owens hops over the barricades. They start fighting. Um, they hop back over the barricades, fight around ringside. Yeah. End up back in the ring. They brawl some more. Owens... Shoot headbutt Shane again, it looked like. Okay, so that looked a little less. It did, because there's a still, actually, in WWE.com. Yeah. Where Shane obviously just turned his head. Yeah. So more headbutt him right and, the, and the camera angle was from behind, so that made me a little happier. Yeah. Vince, I, I guarantee Vince on the like, forehead. makes her in a profile shot or whatever that would mm-hmm. be. Like, you goes could see it happen, but I... Headbutt me on my forehead. Yeah. Do it hard. Um, and then Owens uh, gives Shane a pop-up powerbomb, and that ended the show. Yeah. Owens stands tall. This is a scenario where whoever stands tall is probably going to win the pay-per-view. Yeah, the math does not, yeah, the math doesn't figure on that one. There's no way Shane, they bring Shane out for these Hell in a Cell matches for him to lose. Well, for him to do a crazy spot. Yeah, for him to do a crazy spot, exactly. That's really what. Yeah. And then he loses. Yeah. Exactly. So, all in all, a fairly mediocre episode of SmackDown, um, an underwhelming go-home show but with a couple entertaining segments that are worth checking out. Because, like, the last the, the last Raw go-home for... Um, no Mercy. No Mercy. I feel like, didn't we say it was a really good one? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, you know, keep that going. Keep the quality up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Mm. Let's answer some questions, Steve. All right. What's going on over there? Did you like any of these? I'm no, I didn't. Move my neck around. Neck stretches. 
Um, um, oh, here we go. I don't know what this is. I, don't, I didn't get to the end here, but Thayer Sabata has a question. I don't know if Thayer wants me to say Thayer Sabata or his nickname CM Punk finds I insulting. Just, I go by the, the name I'm going to say Thayer Sabata. Fine. Chris Jericho, Y2J, always says that if he knew how cheap WCW was, he would have bought it. What would have happened if Jericho actually did buy WCW? What would Chris Jericho's legacy be? Where would WCW be today? And what would the state of wrestling be today? So we got to toss out the the idea that he would never hit, that he wouldn't have bought it. We're going to say that Chris Jericho, as an employee or as a contractor with WWF, decided to make an investment and buy their competition. Yeah, WCW. This is what would have happened. I mean, I think essentially he'd just be buying the tape library. He would have turned it around and sold the tape library for a profit to WWE. He would have continued, and maybe maybe he would have sold it for the tape library plus a title run. I'm sorry, for money plus a title run. Could be. Cash consideration. Stake in the company. This is all before WWE. Oh, yeah. Stake in the There you so. go. Stake in the company. So maybe he said, all right, I'll, mm-hmm. to you and I, I will sell this to you, and I want X number of shares yeah. when the IPO launches. Yeah, the main problem was this. Anthony Jarmillo Her- in the comment here responds to Therese Bott and says, there was no TV deal. That's why it was so cheap. And that's essentially true. Um, Eric Bischoff uh, had an investment group, but once the the TV deal, like TNT, made it clear they weren't going to broadcast, we're yeah. not putting this on TV. Anyway, that, that was that. Yeah, that was that. Um, the Steel City Champion Benny Yinzer Power Rank Power 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 Rank Kevin Owens among the top heels of all time. I really need some audio stingers. Power Rank. That's good. Greatest heel ever. Number one in the Power Rankings. Triple H. Head of Ric Flair. Yeah, people like so. Ric Flair. Well, they do now. <laughs> but in his heyday, uh, he was he was the heel. Yeah, Ric Flair. Jeez, look at that yawn about, man. That was know. crazy. I'd say Flair, then Triple H. Uh, I mean, certainly in the modern day. I'm sure there's like going back. Oh, yeah. Um... Who did we who do, who have we heard? Yeah, because Flair didn't Flair like start some riots, like in in like I don't know Puerto Rico or some places like that. I think he's, I don't know. What other great great heels? Bobby Heenan, mm-hmm. great heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got to put Vince in there. Yeah, Vince, great heel. I don't know if Owen did crack the top five yet. I don't even know if Owens would crack. I mean, if, dude, if you want to go all time, Owens isn't going to crack the top. Yeah, 10. he needs more years under his belt. Yeah, in WWE. Yeah, then. Yeah, the potential is there. I mean, we're talking the last ten years, sure. Oh yeah, toss him in there. Yeah. Um, I'm a Larson, Mark, Liam, Brown, Kevin Owens, the new Stone Cold. I'd actually put Samoa Joe over Kevin Owens at this point. Oh yeah, Samoa Joe just feels more pure heel. Oh, he is. You know. Kevin Owens is great. I, I'm more entertained by Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Kevin Owens is one of my favorites. A heel doesn't necessarily, his job isn't to entertain. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, what now? What? Kevin Owens, the new Stone Cold. Nah. Owens is fighting against authority. Yeah. In exactly. really the same manner that Stone Cold is. Yeah. Um, we already answered a favorite about it, but I want to say CM Punk. Oh, I want to answer that question. Cooper Tennant, power rank, entrances that Dolph can copy at Hell in a Cell. CM Punk's. The crowd keeps on calling for it. They called for it last CM night. CM Punk, Stone Cold. Yeah. Um, the Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris any, Jericho. Yeah, any of those. Yeah. 
And then we need one more. Bruno San Martino. There you go. Did he do anything but just walk out to the room? I have no idea. Oh, the Freebirds. Um, Kevin Mack. Hey, friendos. Return of Kevin Mack. What do you think is next for both Shane and KO after their Hell in a Cell match in terms of feud, storylines, etc.? Uh, bonus question: Rather than what you predict will happen next, what do you each, what do each of you actually want to happen next for each heading into Survivor Series and into the Rumble? Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, so, in our daily episode of Going in Raw Daily today, yep, we said that, uh, or we, we we read a rumor on from Sports Kita that uh, Kevin Owens is headed to Raw. Yeah, after his apparently. match with uh, Shane at Hell in a Cell, and I, I speculate really after we sailed this, there's really no reason to watch the Daily Show. Um, that uh, no, because we have an update on Bray Wyatt. Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, that uh, they're probably sending Owens to Raw to give another opponent to either Reigns, Lesnar, or both. Mm-hmm. Um, because after Finn Balor, Balor, who else uh, is there for Lesnar to face, especially at the Royal Rumble? Right. I, I suspect it'll probably be Balor at Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and then Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. If rumors are true and Owens ends up on Raw. Um. So yeah, what would you? What do you want to have happen? I'd be actually. I'm actually okay. I'm kind of on board with that. I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, because the other the alternative is he stays on SmackDown, and then once the situation with Mahal and Nakamura is worked out, maybe mm-hmm. he could move up his top heel. That's on gonna. Smackdown. Yeah, that's the only bummer thing is that we never really got a Kevin Owens versus Nakamura thing, did we? I don't think we did. Yeah, they were involved in a couple. No, I think they had one match. They had one match on SmackDown. On SmackDown, but not a full program. No, yeah, I want a program. But then look at what SmackDown did with Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. Do you well, have, it was all... Do you have confidence that he's going to get something in with Nakamura? Well, the, whole, well, the thing is, the good. whole point of the story with AJ was to launch it to a story with Shane. Yeah. They just used that story, which should have been well, a standalone story in its own right. Yeah, but come on. They to did. facilitate a story they had higher hopes for, I guess. Yeah, I know. That makes it even worse, though, because it was like three matches. I know. We never got a satisfying one. Yeah, I know. Just let those guys go in the ring and put on a five-star match. I know. It's they not that difficult it. to concept. No, they can do it. Hey guys, put on a five star. Just get, like do whatever you want to do. Make the put together the best match. Act like this is your last match. Yeah. Act like this is in at a Tokyo Dome. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Act like Dave Belcher's in the front row with his little pen and paper. Uh, let's see here. What did you go? Oh, I haven't seen the Tommy T said. What did you guys think of Randy Orton on the Edge and Christian podcast? Oh, we heard about it. The, we heard uh, about him saying that he don't want to be a babyface anymore. Yeah. Good for him. It's probably it was probably refreshing honesty. Yes. Mr. Decent I feel Corey like Smith. a lot of that lately. I know. A lot of people are being refreshingly I mean, honest. Seth Rollins and Sasha Banks were on the Sam Roberts co- podcast. Yeah. And we're being super honest. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Decent Corey Smith. Hey, friendo. So is the Usos in New Day the absolute best thing on SmackDown? He definitely thinks so. It is definitely one of the highlights. They're yeah. viewed. Yeah. I'm saying right now, Kevin Owens, the Usos, and the New Day are uh, the most entertaining acts on SmackDown right now. And the Fashion Police. Oh, yeah, Fashion Police. Fashion Police. Yes. A lot of people are upset that I didn't... You guys, you guys need to think this stuff through, man. Oh, yeah. That I didn't say, you're a Fashion Police! Yeah, we're not going to do that. That would have been really awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of context. Charles Sips, if Nakamura wins on Sunday, what are the odds of Mahal ever holding a world title again? Very low. Zero. What is Very less low. than zero? Like the whole negative numbers? Yeah. Yeah, all those. This is probably Mahal's one run as world champion. <laughs> his entire career. Yeah, it's not going to happen again. 
Yeah, probably not. Um, uh, uh, J- JT, no, I like this one. JT Hossack. We always uh, talk about Vince being the fi- having the final say, and that a lot, that's why a lot of ideas get lost or plots are left unfinished. I'd love to hear what you both have to say with the average employment time of a WWE writer. He says being less than a month. I thought it was three months. That's what I heard. I think it's three months. Uh, as well as how it can contribute to the issues we're able to point out. Um, he says the writer turnover is a huge issue. Well, I, I would, I mean, I would speculation think I was, is, is, is that's a, a symptom of working yeah. over in a company that seems to lack vision, where you implement a storyline and it's, it's the brakes are put on it. It's changed. Yeah. Last minute. That's got to be frustrating. I could think of nothing more disheartening than, oh, hey, I'm a wrestling fan. Wow, this sounds cool and refreshing and neat. And I get to interact with Vince. And then, like, you write stuff. And then they, like, maybe put it on TV but changed, like, you know, without your input. And then, you know, like, you're midway through a storyline. And they're like, oh, we got to use this guy over on Raw. We're going to bring him over there. We're in the middle of a storyline. Can we not do that? No, you know, there's bigger bigger issues than your little writing guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, that's got to be why, because, they, you know, writers writers like to have their vision seen through. Yes. And I, under, I totally understand that, be it movies, TV, WWE, the writer is like, you know, guy number one in a, a, a ten-guy process or gal process before you see the finished product, mm-hmm. that's probably why the, the writing turnover is so high because they don't get to do what they like to do and working for somebody like Vince who, by all accounts, does things his own way. Yep. Um, I would think that's pretty infuriating. Like there, there has to be such a level of divorcing yourself emotionally from your work, from your creative work. Being creative under the thumb of somebody who just changes things and cancels things and all that kind of stuff cannot be an easy thing to do, you know, or or even a rewarding thing to do, I would think. Yeah. Alex C. Power Rank. Pa, 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 pa. Feuds were a title changed hands a bunch, but it felt natural. Rock Mankind. Yeah. Rock Mankind, Stone Cold, and everybody he lost it to after he first won from HBK. Yeah. That felt natural. Um... I'll even say this. Sasha Banks, Charlotte. Yeah. I thought those were all fine. Everybody was like, oh. But I thought they were fine. I yeah, thought they were good. Part, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The only one that bugged me was their Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Sasha should have won that one. You're right about that. That's that's yeah. Sasha should have won that match. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, uh, Charles Sips with the Falls Count Anywhere stipulation. Does the Owens and Shane match and... With uh, and with either Shane landing a crazy death-defying move and pinning Owens, or Owens getting out of the way of Shane's crazy death-defying move and pinning Shane, the second scenario already happened um, in the Shane Undertaker match. Mm-hmm, yeah, Shane failed to hit the elbow off the top of the cage. Yeah, uh, Undertaker Undertaker took advantage, pinned him. Right, 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 right. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've seen Kevin Owens do some crazy stuff. I don't know if jumping off Hell in the Cell is one of them, but then he seems to be like, you know, like a geek for wrestling stuff. Maybe High on the side. 
Yeah. It'll be it'll be a Rollins Ambrose Hell in a Cell where they came off the high side. Yeah. That'll be it. Not the top, but nobody's going to the, the top. Yeah. Um, Old King Cole Kerfman. Wow, great name. Um, who are the top five women in all of WWE? Power rank. Top power rank. Power rank them based power on ability from in-ring work to character development. Number one, Asuka. Asuka. Asuka's number, number one. Number one is Asuka. Number two, Charlotte. Charlotte, yes. Very good. Number three, Sasha Banks. Yeah. Okay. Four, Becky Lynch. Five, Alexa mm, Bliss. I'd say four is Alexa Bliss. And five is a tie between Becky Lynch and Bailey. Okay. Maybe even shit at this point. Nia Jax. I'd say actually five is Nia Jax. Mm. Who's booked stronger, Nia Jax, Bailey, or Becky Lynch? Oh, Nia Jax. Yeah. Boom. I'm just saying, that, but I think Becky Lynch might be the most in- accomplished, or one of the most, next to Oscar, the most accomplished in-ring worker of any of them. Is that what we're going by? Well, it's in-ring to character development. To character development. In-ring, yeah, Becky Lynch. It's definitely Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's in, yeah, Becky Lynch, then Alexa Bliss. You're right in the first place. I thought we were doing kayfabe. Uh, it's everything. This is interesting. Hmm. Sam Brunk- Brunker. Brunker. Do you think Shane's constant need to wrestle stems from an attempt to gain a chance at inheriting an active role in WWE over Steph and Triple H when Vince dies, or that he just enjoys wrestling? I don't think it's either of those things. I think someone goes to him and says, do you want to wrestle? Sure. Great, you get to jump off hell in the cell. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could be completely wrong. I doubt it's him actively going to Crave and saying, "I want, the, I want to wrestle this match." I don't think he went to his dad up before WrestleMania 32 and say, "I'm coming back because I want to wrestle the Undertaker." I think the opposite. I think Vince was looking for an opponent for the Undertaker, yeah. or Creative was, and maybe Shane had reached out and said, "Hey, I want to get back involved in the family business," and then it all kind of worked out that way. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I uh, do. You think uh, Shane is in the in the writers' room with the big stuff, with the big ideas? I don't know. I don't know either, but I think it's probably that. I think it's just a matter of, uh, hey, uh, do you want to do? Uh, we're going to put you with Kevin Owens coming up for Hell in a Cell. You cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Do another big spot. Yeah, but can it not be doing an elbow off the? I know. Top. I mean, we've heard before that Shane is uh, an, an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. So, I'm sure he... I mean, I, I I doubt he would do it if he didn't enjoy it. Right, right, right. So, I'm right, guessing right. you get some enjoyment out of going back in the ring and stuff, but I don't think that was... I'd be surprised if that was the sole motivation for him to come back. That guy. If you could push any WWE superstar to be WWE champion without any resistance from Vince, who would you choose? That guy... Would want Johnny Gargano. <laughs> wow. I know he is small and probably never get, but Johnny, thanks to Vince. Uh, but I know the potential he has. Alistair Black. Oh, he I is, think he has a pretty good chance. He is my... I think he has actually a really good chance. I don't think anybody... I don't know that anybody has a chance anymore. Like, I just don't... I don't... Depends the amp on Raw or SmackDown. If you're on SmackDown, you'll definitely get a chance. Yeah. And who knows, in a year when Aleister Black will probably be brought up mm-hmm. to Maine if he goes to Raw, you never know. I know. I'm going to say Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, there you go. Samoa right. Joe should be world champion. 
Who has a better chance? Five years from now, who has a better chance of having been world champion, Samoa Joe or Alistair Black? I'll say Joe just because I don't know if they're going to put the belt on Alistair Black that soon. Mm. Within five years? You never know, man. That's a long time. I understand. That's four years into your call-up. Mm-hmm. He's getting called up within the next 12 months. Oh, I know. Plus, I, I doubt Smojo's going to... I don't know. I'd like for him to be world champ, but I I'm, I don't know if he ever will be. Yeah, I don't know. I always get the feeling that, like, if you're not a shiny new toy, you're just a hand. You know? Think about it. Finn. He was a shiny new toy. Put the universal title on him. Well, he got he hurt. injured. He got hurt at the world. Now he's a hand. Time. Now he's a hand. Seth Rollins. He's a hand. Well, Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose. Seth, they know Seth Rollins. They can push him to title scene at any point, and then he'll be fine. Braun Strowman. I think. Hand. I think. I think Seth Rollins. No, Braun Strowman's not a hand. Hand. He's not a hand. He's a total hand. No, he's not. Absolutely. All right, let's do one more question. We'll do chat trivia. How about this? Or do trivia. Uh, tell the good people uh, what they can get on the Patreon. We have some packages out in the in the room over there. I oh, okay. Them. What am I supposed to tell people? Uh, tell them all about the virtues of being a patron. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you sign up to our Patreon at uh, any of the uh, uh, contribution tiers, you can get rewards. $1, you get a hearty thank you. $5, which is the best value tier. Uh, you get uh, three streams a week. Exclusive streams, uh, our Raw recap, our SmackDown recap, our 205 Live NXT recap. Um, also get to a bunch of stuff for five bucks. Best value, $10. You get a, make sure no addresses are showing. Um, $10, you get a signed postcard. You get a vote uh, on the uh, theme of Kayfabe Corner every week that we do it. Um, and when we... Uh, are doing going in raw view retro pay-per-views you get a vote on that too that's good thank you uh this is from bobby blanchard my name is bobby blanchard sir <laughs> you just want to do foghorn leghorn huh? i do sir my name is bobby blanchard this is from you can send us stuff justin aldridge you can send us stuff oh dang that's a freak Wow, Larson, I know you wanted this as a t-shirt considering those guns are if you're working on and this was the only version I could find. Here you go. JT Hoffick sent this is, Oh, that's cool. Look at this. I get my OG Kevin oh, workout shirt. You know I'm going to wear it to the gym tonight. I love it. That's great. Thank you very much. That is awesome. I'm going to wear this to the gym tonight. It's my... That's a U.S. title. That's a U.S. title right here, man. What is this Thank guy? you, J.T. Hoffick. Uh-oh. Oh, oh Wait, was that something? I can't tell. That's really cool. Look at this guy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's signed by Ric Flair. That's awesome. Holy crap. Look at that Who guy. sent that? Uh, that's so cool. It's got a little certificate of authenticity here. Oh, that's awesome. You got to hold on to that. Certificate of authenticity right here from Leaf Authentics. 
Cool. That's amazing. Thank you. So oh, yeah. It's got a, a little hologram sticker on it. It was label Bob, Bobby Blanchett. No, that's right. Thank, Thank you, Bobby. So that's really nice. That's really cool. That's exciting. That's so cool. Very neat. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, you guys are too nice. You guys send us crap too. At uh, PO Box eighteen fourteen Orangevale, California nine five six six two. Good stuff. Wild stuff. Very cool. Put this though. Falling out of my chair. Are you ready for trivia, Steve? Oh yeah, I'm ready for trivia. And then afterwards, we're going to do chat trivia. Start with classic. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, big events. Big events. What team of brothers, both former NWA champions, faced Tito Santana and the Junkyard Dog at WrestleMania 2? Um, The Briscoes. Terry Funk. Oh, and Dory Funk Jr.? Yep. Oh, wow. Wow, cool. At WrestleMania, too? Yep. Interesting. Uh, big events. What member of the Powers of Pain tag team lasted only two seconds in the 1989 Royal Rumble match, a record that lasted 20 years? Barbarian. The Warlord. Oh, damn it. I was impressed you knew any of the powers of pain because I don't. Haku was the other one. No. Championships. Championships. What diva briefly managed the Smoking Guns tag team but abandoned them when they lost the world tag team titles? Um, Sunny? Yes. That's classic, really? Apparently. Well, I guess it wouldn't be had to. Huh? Sometimes they border. Championships. Who won the tournament for the Intercontinental Championship after the Ultimate Warrior vacated the title when he won the WWE Championship? WrestleMania 6. Shawn Michaels. Incorrect. He's also the father of one of the Miztourage. Oh, Mr. Perfect. Very good. Darn it. Superstar bio. Superstar bio. Both the British Bulldog and Jim the Anvil Neidhart married sisters... Of what former WWE champion? Bret Hart. Yeah. Superstar Bio. What were the first names of the colorful and popular Bushwhackers tag team? Uh, Luke and Butch. Very good. Big events. We are on to modern era. What future world champion joined Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Hardys on Team DX at Survivor Series 2006? 2006. He joined who? Uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Hardys on Team DX. Survivor Series 2006. John Cena. CM Punk. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Big events. What legend and former NWA and Intercontinental Champion did Chris Jericho defeat at Backlash 2009? Uh, Steamboat. Yeah, I was going to say, here's the hint. His brain at one point separated. No, almost. The abs. Almost did. <laughs> That's so messed up. Some some injuries you only hear about because of wrestling. I know the brain. I never would have thought the brain. Because some, the, it was, it was, it was like a, a blood vessel burst, and so it was swelling up so much. And almost put in. Championships. What former LA Clipper dance team member went on to win the 2007 Diva Search and the Divas Championship? What year? 2007. 
is that Layla? No, Eve. Oh, really? Eve Torres? Guess Eve. so. This says Eve. Good for her. Uh, who defeated Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship in his first match on Raw in 2008 after jumping from ECW? He beat Chris Jericho for the IC Championship on Raw 2008. He jumped from ECW. CM Punk. SOS. You ready? Oh. Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Kobe Kingston. Did I actually get two right? right? Yeah, I did, I think. Because you haven't got anything right on here. I think I got one right on each card. Uh, Superstar Bio. Superstar Bio. What superstar had Motorhead perform his entrance theme, King of Kings? Superstar Bio. What powerful WWE diva was also known as the Glamazon? Oh, that's Beth Phoenix. We tied. Everybody wins. Nobody gets nothing. Nope. Everybody wins, baby. Everybody wins. All right, here we <laughs> Alex T says, there's just a void of knowledge for me between 2002 and 2015. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Well, it starts to pick up again around 2007. I felt, I felt especially brain dead today. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. I feel a little out of it today. I think, I don't know, I think like interdimension tension, I think really sucked a lot out well, of it. We were, we, we really put a lot of effort into putting that thing on. <laughs> and now that it's done, just... I don't know. I know. It's just like the combo. Sort of like when you go on vacation, you come back and you yeah. think yourself, well, I got nothing to look forward to now. It's the com. Well, it's the com. For me, it's the com before the 2K18 storm. Mm-hmm. You know, I got NXT. We've got whatever we're going to do. Yeah. Anyways. We've got one more week, week to wrap things up. I can't talk right now. Yeah, I know. So, and we've got old predictions. We can like we can sleepwalk through predictions. We can't sleepwalk through it, but we can keep it short. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. We're gonna do some chat trivia coming up in a second here for our patrons. Five dollars a month. You guys can participate in chat trivia, and then after that, I'm gonna go and send the, send the prizes out for the latest, for the first batch of chat trivia winners. Sounds uh, good. Anyways, yeah. So that's it for us. Want to say thanks everybody for hanging out and tuning in. Out audio, open audio. Out audio, come on, out audio. There we go. What? Yeah. Hit okay. See if we can hit okay over there. What the heck? Of course okay. There we go. Hopefully it's going on right now. And until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish, or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.